0: You're listening to the in with Tea podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Demery. This podcast will provide inspirational lessons that can help you navigate through life by recognizing the self-improvements needed to establish the greatness within you. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Inspirited with Tea podcast. Y'all know what today is, right? Friday. So y'all know what we do on Fridays. Drop new episodes. So today's episode is going to be a special one because I have a special guest joining me today. So before I introduce you to my special guest, I would like to welcome back all of my faithful listeners. Thank you for tuning in and welcome back. If you are a new listener, and this is your first time tuning in, I am honored that you decided to listen to my show today. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome, welcome, welcome. And I hope that you return for future episodes after you listen to this one, or you can go back and listen to some of my previous ones before this one. Also, so let me introduce you to my special guest. He goes by the name of Ira Curie. Ira Curie is a God-made chairman, coach, consultant, producer, artist, speaker, and businessman. Ira is living his best life, honey. He is the mastermind behind Ira Curry show and executive chairman of Ira Curie Holdings. Ira has built an empire that has attracted audiences throughout the world. Wow, Ira got it going on, honey and we're going to talk about the impact that he has had in his life to live his best life and the impact that he has left with others. So before we get into that, I need you to get yourself together, get your blanket, get your uh, drinks, get your snacks, turn your volume up, turn your radio up, do whatever it is you need to do to get yourself together, honey, so you can get all this good inspiration today. So stay tuned and I'll be right back with my special guest. Okay. Hey, Ira, how are you doing today?
1: Tamara, I'm so good. I'm super excited to be here. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. It's so glad. I'm so glad that you're here today on the podcast. So today's gonna be a great episode. But before we get into the topic, I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so Ira, I'm a coach, chairman, consultant, producer, artist. I, I do son of everything. Um, my focus is to help an entrepreneur start and grow their existing businesses. That's my purpose. And what I do for fun, man, I don't know. I've been working so much that I don't really have fun. So I think having conversations with people like you, I think that's fun for me now, like that.
0: Oh, you should have fun. You definitely should have a balance. I like to have I, fun.
1: I agree. <laughs>
0: Work hard, play harder. That's it. Yes. Okay, so um, how's the weather where you are? Is it pretty The nice weather's things? good.
1: Yeah, the weather's good. Today I'm in Dallas, and it's cool. Oh but it's not too cold. So okay. it's good.
0: Okay. So you're in my home state. Yes. I love Texas and I'm a Cowboys fan. So how about them Cowboys?
1: How about them? I was yeah. from Houston. Um, well, I stayed in Houston seven years. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Texas. I love it.
0: Oh yes. Yes. I'm from the Austin area. So, you know, pretty well, you should not That's that it. Area. Yeah. Texas is the place to be.
1: It truly is. It really is.
0: Yes, it's constantly growing. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people are flocking to Texas now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's good. I'm glad you're in a good spot. Not just because it's Texas and I'm biased, but it's a great place to be. So first question that I have for you is, um, can you tell me about the most impactful period of your life?
1: Yeah, the most impactful period of my life was a self-discovery journey of my purpose and so for me what that looked like it started when i was a little boy at 6 years old i'm sorry maybe i was 13 <laughs> something like that my mom and i we yeah my mom and i we entered into a bank and we noticed that the teller and the manager was having a heated conversation and so as i got ready to approach the teller i noticed that the customer and the teller was they were upset they were angry And before I knew it, the customer said, I need a manager, and I need the manager now. Tamara, she was so upset. She was causing a disturbance in the bank. And so a manager came out in a suit and tie. And I'll never forget, he blew my mind. In 60 seconds or less, he took the customer from her current situation of upset and angry to her desired situation of, wow, you just changed the game. I'm ready to continue doing business with the bank. I didn't know who that man was, Tamara, but it was in that moment that I knew that what he was doing I was called to do and maybe even on a bigger scale. And so that was the first glimpse of my purpose and it just started evolving from there.
0: Oh, that's great. That's a great story and I'm glad he had patience. That means he had a lot of patience and empathy and compassion for her. So, that worked out great for for her and the bank. It did. <laughs> And I'm glad you got to witness that with your mom. So that's a great experience. And speaking of that, what person has had the greatest impact on your life?
1: I think for me, the greatest impact in my life has definitely been um, a man by the name of Carl Cook. Um, He was a a high-level VP at the organization that I started working for shortly after college it was just something about him. Like I felt like he was the leader that I needed in order to be led into what I was going to be led into. And so as I viewed Carl, I mean, he was so cool. He was so calm. He was so collected. It was just something about him. And I knew in that moment that the way he led his people, Mm -hmm. the way that he managed his managers, the way that he showed empathy to his employees, I knew in that moment that What he was doing, I was called to do, and even on a greater level. So that was another glimpse into my purpose. So Carl Cook, um, who used to work at the organization that I used to work for at the college. Yeah, definitely my inspiration. Well,
0: that's that's great. I'm glad you have met a lot of people along your journey that have shaped and molded you into who you are today. So that is a great experience. And I'm glad you had to, you worked with Carl. He seems like a great person like a great mentor. So I'm glad you have the opportunity to experience call along that way, along your journey. So in your role as an entrepreneur, coach, and a Christian, what motivates you to keep going in your purpose and doing what you do?
1: Well, definitely the people that's connected to the gift that God has placed within me. Like for me, um, you go through trials and tribulations when you go higher into your purpose. And the trials and tribulations, I tell people that it's shaping you, it's molding you, it's getting you ready for the promise. It's getting you ready for your purpose, which is ultimately going to take you from your purpose into your destiny and from your destiny into your future. And so everything is literally working together for your good. For me, it's important to remind myself that I'm not sent here to do what I'm doing for me. It's for the people that are on the other end. They need the thing that God has called me to give them in whatever capacity that that is. And so um, I don't know. I just, it's the people. I love the people because I know that they're depending on someone to see what they've never saw before. You know, it's very interesting to know that I had the manager when I was young with my mom in the bank, had he not walked into the room, Had he not stepped into position, I would have never got a glimpse as to what I could have became. I would have never knew that it was possible. Had Carl Cook never ran that organization as a VP, had he not led his team in a way that I saw him as a leader, again, I would have never got a glimpse into my purpose. I would have never known what was possible. And so I think for me, it's about the people that are connected to the thing that you're called to do in there. And as long as I'm making it about my people, my entrepreneurs, my students, my clients, then at the end of the day, that's what fulfills me at this point in my life.
0: Yes, yes, I uh, totally agree. Had it not been for the path that God sent you on and placed those people in your life, your story probably would have been a whole lot different. So with that, can you tell me about the impact that God has had on your life and on your journey of your purpose?
1: Yeah. So people say that they're self-made. I like to say that I'm God made. And so when I think about the best way to describe this, I think of Noah's ark. When Noah was building the ark, he was getting the specific instructions from God. God was telling him, Hey Noah, I need you to do it this way. I need you to do it that way so that you can get people ready for what's about to come. And so a big part of my purpose was building my ark with God. And that art is a place where I help everyday people start their business, build their business, or grow their business. And so I took the instructions from God. Like, this is the impact he's had on me. I listened every step of the way. Okay, God, you want me to do it this way? Okay, so are we moving it this way? Okay, so tell me a little bit about this. Why are we doing it like this? So God and I are, co- he's my coach, right? Yes. And so for me, it was really exciting to experience God in that way. What I love about God is that he'll meet you at your level. So when I was young, I used to think I could only meet God in church. And I'm like, God, I don't want to go to church. Like, I don't like church. <laughs> can I be honest? <laughs>
0: That's most is kids. It, it wasn't my
1: thing, right? <laughs> right. I wanted to meet God where he wanted to meet me. He wanted to meet me outside of the church through his word, of course. But he wanted to show me that he wasn't living it to a church, that he can be in my face and he can have a one-on-one relationship with me. It started my journey of, relationship versus religion. Yes. That's the way God has impacted me the most. He's gotten down on my level. He talks to me the way that we're talking. We're having a conversation and I relate to you. You relate to me and right. I view God in that way. He's impacted me because he's shown me that he's relatable. Yeah.
0: Yes, He's your friend. He's the greatest friend of all. And most people get the misconception that you have to go to church to have the relationship with God when really, you are the church wherever you go is the church it's not the building god is not limited to a building he's everywhere at all times and when most people have that misconception they're like well my uh, faith they they lack faith because they don't think that they have it because they don't go to church when actually it's wherever you are you are the church and you can minister to anyone by just being who you are and doing what God says. And you have shown that you can do that outside of the church, in the church, with your coaching and whatever your your purpose is. You have shown that.
1: That's correct. I love it.
0: Yes. So um, would you consider yourself to have made a positive impact on someone's life?
1: I would definitely consider myself to have made a positive positive impact on people's lives based on what they've shared with me, based yeah. on, you know, just things that they've said about me. Um, some people that come to mind is, you know, Shantia Green, you know, um, Derek Sinclair, you know, these are people that they celebrate the gift that's been placed within me. They, At one point I was their call cook, right? right? I was their leader, I was their person that they saw something within me that they would ultimately become an even better version of. And so I don't take it lightly, but yes, um, I have influenced and made an impact on several people. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you are making an impact and I'm sure you're going to continue to make an impact on a lot of people, um, especially after this episode, I'm pretty sure they're going to be reaching out to get some guidance and to get the influence that you have, especially being a God-fearing man. That is a blessing. So that, I'm pretty sure you'll continue to do and live out your purpose. So what advice would you have for up and coming entrepreneurs that want to start on their journey to be an entrepreneur, to leave their nine to five? What um, advice would you give them to not give up?
1: Well, one, you can't give up because it's your purpose. You're connected to it. And so no matter, even if you try to give up, you're still going to have that thing that's going to call you back. There's probably someone listening right now. you Been at a nine to five and you know that it's time to step out on faith and it's time to step into purpose. But the struggle with stepping away from your nine to five and stepping into your purpose is that it's unknown. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Will it work? Will it not work? Well, let's come up with a plan to make sure it works. So start tomorrow, start your day with saving the amount of Money that will allow you to pay your bills for the next six to eight months. Maybe you're someone who's listening right now and you know that you need a plan. Maybe you got a 401k that you can go into and you can take some money out of that 401k and you can use that to live off of for the next three to six months. But before you do that, you got to make sure you got structure. God will never, he's never asked me to do something that I didn't already have the resources to do. And maybe that looks like going into your 401k. Maybe that looks like investing in the people that are at the level that you're at. Maybe that looks like joining a program that's going to teach you how to start the business. That's going to teach you how to grow the business. One thing that I'm really on this yeah i'm going to have faith but i'm not going to be stupid like i right. know that god is going yes. to give me an ideal he's going to give me the tools the resources that i need it's going to be purpose now the higher you go in your purpose god is going to ask you to do some really stupid things i'm going to be honest <laughs> and they're not going to make sense but if you're at that level where you're ready to make the transition from corporate America into full-time entrepreneurship, you got to partner with God, you know? And if that just looks like having a conversation with yourself, for those who are listening, you got to figure out, okay, what do I need to do in order to do this? Let me save some money. Okay, do I have money in my 401k? Okay, that's not an option. Let me save up some money, you know? I think you got to be strategic and you got to be the CEO of your life at this level so that you can step into your next um, for, for those that that resonate
0: with. Okay. That's good. Um, that is great advice. Also, do you think um it is wise for someone that has a nine to five and they don't have a 401k just yet? Do you think that they should put money aside from their nine to five to invest in themselves for their entrepreneurship, for their business that they want to start?
1: Definitely because you're receiving, that person is receiving a call. So they know that their time is limited. So depending on where they're at the f- first step is let me solidify the idea. What is the business that I'm called to create? Who am I called to serve? What is it that I'm called to serve them in? Once you identify what you're called to do, let's start saving some money. We can even start saving some money while you're doing it. If your 401k isn't an option, if you don't have any savings, that's okay. Don't freak out. Save up to three to six months. If it means that you got to let go of some things that you used to invest in, that's okay. You're getting ready for your purpose, not somebody else's purpose. It's time to step out of what you was doing for them, for those who this is resonating with, and to step into what you're called to do for others when I left my nine to five, it was a call of God. I didn't know that I was going to start a business. I just knew that I had to leave. I just knew that he was asking me to leave. But the relationship that I have with God today is not the relationship that I had with him yesterday, back then, when I was in corporate America. I didn't know God like that. In fact, When he asked me to leave my nine to five, I'm like, who are you? And why are you telling me to leave my job? I don't even know you like that.
0: Right? And so
1: (laughs) that was my conversation with God, literally. (laughs) And um, since then, God has gone on to reveal more of himself to me. God continues to tell me that because I made it all about him, because I made a sacrifice, because I stepped out on faith, because I was obedient, he decided to make it all about me at the later stages of my purpose. Yes, Yes. And so maybe that's for somebody. Maybe that can help someone make the transition.
0: Yes, I, I know it helped me because I am a person. I like to take risks and I will step out on faith because I know that God has me. And whatever I'm doing, I talk to him first. And it may not make sense to anyone else, but it makes sense to me and him because we have that conversation and he told me what to do. So I'm going to do it. And so I've always been that way, and I hope I continue to be that way, and I hope whoever's listening, they can step out on faith and do what they need to do and stop being, because fear will stop you from doing and living out your purpose. We, we RIP all the opportunities that we don't take, and I think a lot of people need to stop burying the opportunities that they need to take and the faith that they need to have to live out their purpose and after listening to you i'm sure they will do that and um it'll be impactful for them to say that they can do it and they'll step out on faith and hopefully it'll increase their faith because i know it increased mine because i'm an entrepreneur i plan on being a serial entrepreneur because i'm just getting started and i'm going to keep on going because i know god has me so Anything that you struggle with being an entrepreneur or coach and being a Christian?
1: When I started my first company, it grew extremely quick. I grew it from zero to six figures, less than six months with no business experience. Oh, wow. And so as I went on that journey to open my second company and my third company and my fourth company, there were moments long after the first company where the customers just were not coming through. I went through a period of rejection. I went through a period of delay. I went through a period of discontentment, Mm -hmm. a place that I knew God had called me to be after experiencing so much success in the first company, the second and the third, they just wasn't getting it the way that it used to get it in the first company. And so that was a time of my struggle. God goes on to show me that the way we did it in this business, it's not always going to be how we do it in this business. And sometimes there are people that God will play strategically in your life to get you to that next level. You see, when I was a one-on-one coach, I used a strategy that worked to grow my business as a one-on-one coach. And that was a strategy that I had to figure out myself. I was called to discover what that marketing process and that sales process was on my own. However, when I became a group coach, I noticed that God was, he needed me to get connected with someone who had already figured it out. Leaders who are true leaders and who are called to an entrepreneurship, sometimes God won't allow us to figure out everything on our own. If I could tell myself one thing, the earlier version of myself as an entrepreneur is that sometimes... I'm going to be called to figure it out. But then there are going to be other times where I'm trying to figure it out and I'm doing it and I'm trying to figure out how does this work and how to grow this, and, but it's not for me to figure out. It's someone who was a part of my destiny that's called to help me figure that next level out. And so my struggle was growing a couple of my businesses, but really delaying myself from reaching out to those who had the answers delaying myself from investing in those who was called to help me at the level that i was at and that would have been my struggle now as a christian ah oh, man i think sometimes i trust god too much
0: <laughs> i don't think you can do that
1: i know right but sometimes especially at this, level, <laughs> at this level i do some crazy stuff like because it's so interesting Tamara. like the things that God asked me to do now at the level that I'm at is insane. The corporate America version, when I was leaving my nine to five, I thought that was huge. Right. But now God asked me to do some of the most ridiculous things. And I'm like, oh, God, it's just a devil.
0: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> he
0: blows like, your mind, me, doesn't, doesn't
1: he? <laughs> so um, I'm just more of a risk taker now, but it's exciting because I know that, you know, my creator just wants to show up in a bigger and better way for me. So, I guess one of my struggles in my walk with God, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard. I notice. <laughs> I know that sounds good. But God and I were like this. Like yeah. I can, I can. I just have that relation. It's not a. It's it's not a struggle. It's a relationship, right? It's right. a genuine relationship. If I'm feeling some type of way, God is going to know about it because we have that bond. You know, this is the perfect example. Mm -hmm. that I was sharing with someone the other day. I was saying when I was a manager in corporate America, I had employees who had built a relationship with me. Right. But I also had employees who didn't build relationships with me. I knew that my employees were going to fall short I knew that sometimes they was going to come in late. I knew that they wasn't going to always get it right with the customer. But the people that had the relationship with me, the employees that came in, they acknowledged me. They appreciated what I was doing for the organization. I had a little bit more grace for them than my employees who didn't do those things. And so my mom always said that you can treat them right, but you can't treat them alike. And so when you have a relationship with somebody, It's not that you struggle in anything. It's just that you're working through some things. And so I think that's why it was hard for me to answer the question, what have you struggled with in Christianity? Because there are no things I've struggled with. I've been very transparent with God and we're like this and we're just working through our relationship like everyone else.
0: Yes. That's the most important relationship and should have that relationship for the rest of your life. If you don't have any other relationship, have that relationship with God. And I'm glad that you are y'all like best buds because that's that's the best person to have a relationship with and i'm glad i have a relationship with them and i hope it gets stronger for you and for me and hopefully the listeners as well because god is needed all the time
1: i agree and you'll never know until you start stepping into your purpose and the trials that you're going to experience that will lead you into your purpose so true
0: oh yes and um, another question that I have, uh, speaking of your relationship with God, do you feel like he delayed some things for you, like held out on some of your blessings because you were holding on to things that would prevent you or stop you from going to that next level?
1: For me, God will delay things if I'm holding on to things that no longer serve me. If I'm holding on to the relationship that's needed to be let go so that I could step into the new relationship. If I'm holding on to the nine to five that I need to let go, I can't become the entrepreneur that he wants me to become. If I'm holding on to something that I know that my spirit is convicted, that God is saying, you got to let it go. That God is all in my face. He's speaking through my friends. He's speaking to my situations. He's speaking through quotes. Like when it gets to that point, I know that I'm holding myself back from a blessing. But see, I've learned I, after coaching so many entrepreneurs who continue to hang on to things that no longer serve them in this season, right? It worked the yes. one season, it was God's best in that season. But there comes a point where you got to let it go so that you can get to where you got to go. And in order to get to where you got to go, you got to let go of what was a part of the last season. And, and so for me, I don't struggle with that. And I make it very clear with those whom I coach or mentor that we're not going to struggle with that. If God is asking you to let something go, we're going to let it go. It doesn't mean that it's not a good thing. It's just not good for you in this season. God used to show me that some of my friends couldn't go into the seasons that he was taking me into. He had to separate me from corporate America before I got into an entrepreneurship because I would have caused a lot of enviness around the people that was working with me. Right? They would have saw how God was moving my life forward in a fast motion. And that would have brought out their demons of jealousy. I tell people that don't judge people by their sin because your sin is not, I mean, the same, like you may sin in one way, but they may sin in one way. You may struggle with this, but they may struggle with that. So they may struggle with jealousy, but you may not struggle with that. And so sometimes God already know their battle. So sometimes he'll have you separate from what you're familiar with, maybe for a season Mm -hmm. so that he can get you to the place of destiny to bring it back to you forever. Everything that God takes from you, it doesn't mean that it's going to be took forever. But it does mean that when he says, let it go, let it go and let's move forward so that we can get to destiny and purpose.
0: Yes, that's the plan to let go, let God and move forward. And I hope that the listeners are taking notes and applying this to their life because it is needed. And I'm pretty sure we have a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who have visions and dreams that they want to pursue, but they keep holding on to things. And you just gave them a great example of why they should let it go in order to move to that next level. So I appreciate you for that, and I hope that they apply this to their lives. Also, um, lastly, what advice or quotes or anything, motivation, you can uh, give to the listeners that they can apply to their lives right now?
1: I just say that you got to follow your heart. you got to follow your truth. One thing I tell people is that your truth is not the truth until you actually meet the truth. Your truth will lead you to the truth, but you've got to experience your truth. Your truth may go against what the Bible say. Your truth may go against what the world say, but you can't be shortcutted out of your mistakes. So I like to be very specific with this because sometimes when you're following your heart, it won't always be the best decision. But until you actually experience that thing that you're wanting to do, if you don't experience, it will always be there. When I went out to follow my truth, it wasn't God's perfect will for my life, but it would turn out to be what led me to him. Right. Had I not experienced my truth, I wouldn't be able to be where I'm at today. So sometimes it's easy to judge people with the struggles that they're facing, the demons that they're battling, the things that they find themselves caught up in. Mm -hmm. But see, God is going to use that together for their good. Had I not dropped out of high school, I would have never been able to minister to others who have dropped out of high school. I would have never showed them what was possible. Had I not experienced drugs, I would have not been able to help others overcome drugs and show them that there was a way. And so these are just some examples that your truth, what you want to do so strongly, it may not necessarily be the best decision, but your truth is leading you into the real truth because that truth is gonna lead you to God who will open your eyes to the truth. You'll put God in a situation well, he needs to come through for you. And that's what I like about experiencing your truth. It may be, it may look bad to others, but sometimes you got to go through it to get to it. That's how I met God. And so experience your truth and know that God is going to get you through that truth and use that truth to work together for your good to bring him closer to you or you closer to him.
0: Yes, I'm glad you lived out your truth and all your experience because everyone has a story. And Most people don't think that their story matters and you just prove that it does matter and you can make a difference No matter where you start Because it's not how you start It's how you finish because you have to go along that journey in order to get to your destination and God has shown that You're not even at the end of your destination because you're halfway there Maybe because he's gonna (laughs) blow your mind some more. I'm sure And he's going to keep blowing your mind because you keep ministering, you keep coaching, you keep changing lives and you keep doing what he says. And that is the greatest thing of all. I am so glad that you decided to join the show. It was a pleasure to have you today and I hope that you return again for another episode. So how can the people contact you, um, if they want to use your business services?
1: Yeah, so there's two ways to connect with me. Um, One, I help people build a business with no business experience. I help them make the transition from corporate America into an entrepreneurship. Two, I help existing business owners grow their existing businesses. If you're needing help to start or grow your business, head on over to irakary.com slash get started. And Tamara, for your listeners who are listening and want to take that offer, um, I'm going to give them a free two-week trial. Or oh, wow. a 75% discount off based on which service that they select. Um, they can just head on over to iracary.com slash get started. And be sure to follow me on Facebook um, for our daily encouragement at ira. Oh,
0: yes. I'm sure they will. And I'm sure I will. And they better head over and get all those discounts before I do. <laughs> so uh, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for joining me and listeners. I hope you uh, take whatever Ira said today and apply it to your life and head over and get all those good business deals. If you're an entrepreneur or up and coming entrepreneur, it'll change your life. I'm sure he will. And thank you for being on the show today, Ira.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: y'all i'm back with some closing remarks from today's episode on impact with my special guest ira so today's episode was all about the impact that you have in your lives and how to use that impact you can be an impactful person by just changing small things that you do in your life or redirecting your path and who can do that better than anyone God, he already has the plan. He already has it written out for you. You just have to follow his lead. And Ira Carey, my guest today, was a great example of following God's lead and listening to God and having a relationship with him and so he can live his best life, honey. So you can live your best life too, because life is about making an impact, not just about making an income. You're going to make that regardless. But what impact are you leaving for yourself and others? Because it's bigger than you. The impact that you have is greater than you. And once you realize that, you can do whatever it is that you want in this life. Also, every action we take impacts the lives of others around us. So every action that you're taking right now from this day forward to better yourself for that career, for that business, whatever or for a peace of mind, whatever it is that you're trying to do, it is greater than you. The impact is greater than you. So are you aware of your impact or are you trying to figure out your impact? If you have the answer to those questions and you're still trying to figure it out, now is the time to figure it out. Sit down with yourself. Sit down and talk to God. Write it out. Sit down with your mentor, someone that has been impactful on your life's journey. Sit down and talk to them and discuss these things so you can move forward to the next level of your life. I don't want you to be stagnant in your life because every season requires progress. So everyone should be elevating at some point in their life, not staying the same every year. You should not be the same person that you were yesterday because every day is a new day for new opportunities, new goals, and for us to reach them. You have to have an impact on who you want to be. Don't let anyone else's impact affect your lack of or what you're trying to do. You can do whatever it is you put your mind to, but you first have to believe, step out on faith, and trust God even when it doesn't look like it's worth doing. You have to trust the process. It's not going to happen overnight. So you, you got to get that in your mind. That the impact that you want to leave and the purpose that you have for your life. Because everyone has a purpose. Everyone can impact in some type of way. But you first have to figure out what that is. And if when you don't figure it out, God will lead you to that. He will place the right people in your life at the right moment at the right time. I guess Ira was a great example of that. You heard his story and how he was in certain places in certain situations and how it impacted his life to where he is today. Same thing can happen to you and God will blow your mind in the process. So remember that you can be an impact and you can leave an impact on anyone in the world. Trust the process. Believe in yourself and have faith, and God will lead you to where you need to be. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you like, you can reach out to Ira Curie. All of his links are in the description, or you can go to inspiritwitht.com and click on his guest profile to get all of his information and to reach out and ask him questions or to get a coach, or to entrepreneurship, whatever it is that you need, I'm sure he can help and guide you to the right things that you need in life, so you can be an impact, because it's bigger than you. So thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you return next week.